The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can spend your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include hallucination, loss of moral compass. You know, I'm really going to stop at that loss of moral compass because that's really what you're going to lose. Remember to check with your therapist if you want to be in Hollywood. And speaking of Hollywood, we are on today with my co-host. I can't even call you the baddest bear on, on in the cage because you, you're not. You're not even the baddest baddest dude on this show, Bear Fjorda, and our very, very special guest, uh, back by very popular demand. I heard you all on Twitter. There was a lot of cussing, <laughs> but yes, we have the one, the only, the amazing Sam Alvey on the show. Sam, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back on. Thank you for coming back on. We get lots of questions, uh, especially on Twitter, like, when is Sam coming on? Why isn't Sam on? Why didn't you ask Sam uh, my question, fuck you, I hate you, why didn't you ask Sam my question? I hope you die, why didn't you ask Sam my question? So there's a lot of that. It sounds like it's the same guy <laughs> that just getting like worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I wish it was the same guy, it's not. <laughs> like, it's it's multiple guys. They, they, Sam has a very um, fervent fan base, I, I have discovered. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Sam, I've learned this about your fans, and I, I think you, you have an 80-20 split. You have 80% that would die for you, and you have 20% that follow just to say that they could beat you up in a fight. Yeah. yeah I, I can dig it. They are welcome to try. Uh, you know what? I will take that entire 20% at the same time. Uh, just show up and we'll who find I, I have started now whenever people – because they know our relationship. They pop onto my page and they'll say, oh, I could take Sam. Like, they, I, they, I go, they go they go, fishing on his page trying to get your attention. It's really funny. I had a guy they'll come in up. yesterday and he said uh, during a live stream, I could ragdoll Sam all over the cage. And I said, that would be great. Would you like to come in and help and help him prep for his upcoming uh, fight? We, he, I'm sure he'd be happy to have someone who can always help him progress. There was an amazing amount They're of silence after you <laughs> <laughs> I've got my gym address on all my pages. They're they're welcome to show up. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting. You have this these group of guys that really worship you, and it's funny how far they'll go to get your attention. Like I've noticed they'll they'll seek out your friends or they'll seek out people who know you trying to get your attention. Uh, is is it difficult to have like that level of fandom? Uh, no, I'd expect nothing less less from my fur fans. They must they must follow me on all social media. They must communicate with me at all chances. <laughs> no, well, it, you, it, it is what it is. Uh, if if people are hating on you, people want to beat you up. It means you're doing something right. At least when you're you know a fighter. <laughs> well, I find that they do it wanting to get your attention. Like they're really trying to get your attention. Like there was one guy, uh, we, we were on our way to Northern California and you jumped on, you and Bear were on our live stream and the guy jumped on and he first, it always starts off complimentary, but when you don't pay attention to them quick enough, they like get aggressive to get your attention. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that, that's usually how it works. Uh, on, uh, some of them, some of the guys, they just troll me like real hard. And just hey, keep helping the algorithm. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, I, I, they're trolling you because they want that attention. Is it difficult to yeah. have so many people seeking out your attention, good or bad? You have a lot of people that that really want your attention and time. No, I love it. I love it. And if all things go according to plan, I'll get even more and more people that want my attention here pretty soon. And what is this plan? I'm interested. Uh, this plan is about well. This this plan is to go out and win my next fight dominantly. 
Uh, usually, as soon as I win, you get a lot of people saying, oh, you're great. You get a lot more people saying, oh, it was a terrible ref, terrible this, terrible that. I could take you. So I, I fight in a week. <laughs> right? I fight very soon. And uh, I just go out and win, and people want my attention. So you got to tell me, who are you fighting? Where are you fighting? Where can everyone watch it? All right. So let, let's go backwards. Already. You can watch me on ESPN August 6th. Uh, I am fighting in Las Vegas at the Apex Center. Very, it's very hard to get tickets there because they only let like 150 people in, uh, and every ticket is outrageously expensive. <laughs> and now the guy I'm fighting, I can't pronounce his name. He's Polish. His first name is Michal, and then uh, his last name is Olin Gudenzuk, <laughs> or something like that. Um, I, I've been trying to pronounce his name for the last, you know, 10 weeks and I'm still flabbergasted. Still, still working on it. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. On. I'm excited to watch you fight. I know whenever you fight, uh, Bear, that's the only time. Like it's, I know, uh, he's had other guys that are on uh, other mates of his that, that have fights and they're like, did you watch it? Jared's like, yeah, yeah. I, I totally watched the highlights on YouTube, no, but whenever you're on, he buys the fight. I, I very specifically <laughs> go on. I pay the 10 bucks for ESPN plus I watch your fight. And then I just, I forget I have it for the next month. It's not important to me. Yeah. So, and yeah, no, you've got, I, you've... that sounds familiar. <laughs> now I, I got to go and watch my friends succeed. Uh, also, I, I'm going to double back for a second because there was this comment last night about Sam that I thought he'd love to hear. Which one? The one uh, that worships him? The one that wants to wear his skin? No. There or the a, one that wants to steal his is, shorts? He's a, young, is a young man. I think he's he's an early – he's a late teenager. Okay. And he said he would eat mountains of sharded glass <laughs> to go train with the goat in reference to you. Um <laughs> Is that a requirement you have for people to come and train with you, Sam? Do you tell them that on your channel? Uh, no, I can't say that's ever. can't say I've ever heard that, but I'm honored, I guess. Uh, yeah. you, you don't have to shirt anything. You don't have to eat anything that you have sharted. You can just show up. You can show up Dan Henderson's Athletic Fitness Center in California or uh, Guardian MMA back in, uh, back in Tennessee. Now... Uh, the the level of fandom that you inspire is 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 quite remarkable. You have a huge presence online. People absolutely love you. You have um, do you, oh one of the questions I was supposed to ask, and if I don't, Mister uh, that wants me to kill myself for not asking this last time. So I want to remember to ask it this time before I get more death threats. Oh, of course. Uh, do you have a merch line? I did at one point. Uh, I have no idea if I still do. <laughs> I I should if I don't. <laughs> you you really should. We have a lot of people when you get on here that that ask for for your merch. I, I think I remember your merch line. It was just your face on various. It products. was great. It was great. There was a onesie. Yeah, I there's think a, there's other, a bunch of people. <laughs> Sam Alvey baby I do, onesie. I think there other is. people have a merch for me that I don't know. <laughs> 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 See, but other for a minute there, money. I was uh, yeah. For a minute, I was selling a bunch of stuff, but it was uh, yeah. I, I don't believe I, I do currently. Now, one of the most important questions we ever get, and we constantly get, I've, I've had it mentioned in different ways: Are you a natural redhead, or did you diet for press? No, I'm natural ginger. Uh, I don't I don't sunburn quite the same as most gingers. And uh, unlike Bear, my whole head is ginger, and not, not just my beard. <laughs> Bear, do you know that's how I – because there's a couple Jareds at our gym. When I'm talking about you, I say, you know, Jared did this. and said, who? Uh, ginger beard. Uh, that's kind of my <laughs> – beard. I, no, I did not know that. that is, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Please <laughs> oh, now get the context. Yeah, well, I should go with think... Bear, but I don't know. Beard just comes to mind immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Ginger period. <laughs> well, you guys have a little ginger club going on. There are a few of you. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> guys there with that going on. Now, for you, Sam, you've made such an impact on the sport. You have a huge fan base. You, uh, Your wife won America's Next Top Model. You guys have this really cool relationship that people follow on social media. She's one of the only women in the corner in the cage and you have a huge family. You've done all of these amazing things. Uh, do you ever look at your life and go, how the hell did I get here? 
Yeah, I, I always talk about if ever, if ever I were to go back to a, a, a high school reunion or something, on paper, I'm freaking awesome. Uh, in real <laughs> life, I don't know, you could argue about it there, but on paper, I have done some cool stuff. Um, actually, I mean, some of the cool stuff I've just signed up to do, like yesterday, I'm now going to Kosovo for two weeks, Kosovo, Poland, Bulgaria, and Romania for two weeks, a week after my fight, uh, to, to visit troops and to do all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I, I went last year to Cuba, uh, Green Lake. I was further north than the Aurora Borealis. I, it was too far that north to be able to see. So, yeah, Cuba, Greenland, Honduras, and that might have been it. It might have been just three countries last year. This year, this year it's going to be uh, four countries. Um, I, I married America's Next Time model. I have horses and sheep and goats and chickens and turkeys and um I, I i've got a good life and i've truly been blessed by it and on paper i'm pretty cool what are those tours like for you when you or just in general what are they like when you go on them what do you expect it to do uh, oh it's a it's a blast just every day i'm at a different military base or, or i'm traveling to a different military base um and it's funny i've been to kosovo now like five times i know the base i remember the base i know where the gym is i know where everything is and that's usually the the best uh the best tour i give but i'll go and i i'm just there to meet greet i give a seminar i end up rolling shoot i end up rolling for like two or three hours is just to everybody that wants to roll um, and I, I just have a blast with it. And it is so much fun getting to meet all these military men and women that, that have put their lives on, on hold to go and uh, serve our country. Has, has anyone ever challenged you to like a, a pseudo fight when you're out there? Uh, I mean, everybody challenges me to a jujitsu match. And I, I might have <laughs> been, I was. So my first, first year I went to Iraq. Uh, my first tour, I went to Iraq, and they call them tours. My first tour, I went to Iraq, and the last day was huge. I mean, there were four or 500 people out watching us. We had the thing outside, and they built a cage, and it was fantastic. I rolled for about three hours, and like one of the last guys, I was just exhausted. He came in, and he, he caught me. Um, and then he, I tapped. He stood up and celebrated and was just swallowed by the crowd before I could say congratulations. So I don't even, I don't even remember who it was that caught me. But uh, I, I you think know that that's like the highlight. Seven tours, of, yeah, in you know, seven you tours, I've been caught one time. You know that's the highlight What's of that guy's life. For the rest of his life, he's not going to take into account that you've been doing it for three hours. He's going to tell everyone, I can beat a UFC fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I power to him, power to him. <laughs> I love that. But you made their day. That's amazing. And it's great that these guys and girls that do so much for the country and put so much of themselves out there can have someone they enjoy come and visit them. And especially you're incredibly personable and you bring joy wherever you go. Hence, you got the name Smiling Sam. Uh, remember, guys, follow him on Smiling Sam. Uh, but it's not – Sam, you want to spell it out for him, please? Yeah, it's S-M-I-L-E, so it's smile N. Sam, S-M-I-L-E-N-S-A-M. I thought it was with an I-N-G. Nope, it was not. It should have been, but nope. Uh, I started, I, I started fighting before social media was a thing. So, you know, back, back when I started fighting, if you put an X in it, or if you had an apostrophe capital letter, it was a cool way to do things. Um, so that's so what I did, I, and that's uh, not changing. Well, I'm going to tell everyone, guys, send me a link. I need to see how to spell his name. So send me a link if you can and correct it because I think I've been spelling it wrong. We are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the one, the only, the amazing Smiling Sam Alvey. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. 
tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, who I usually call the baddest bear in the cage, but let's face it, on this podcast right now, or this radio show, if you're hearing it on radio, radio radio show. show. Well, it's a radio show when you hear it on radio, because it plays on radio, and it's a podcast when you hear it online. So on this, whatever the hell you're listening to it on, he's not the baddest anything. Sorry, bear. But we have the one, the only, the amazing Sam Alvey on the show. Sam, welcome back. We're always happy to have you on. I know we were chatting a little bit in the very first segment. We usually skip that and we go into news and everything else, but I'm telling you all out there, because this is a pre-record, we skip the news portion and we jumped on with Sam because you all get really angry when I don't ask ask him the questions you ask me. And I did ask him the merch question, so he can't keep sending me death threats. Welcome back, Sam. Well, thank you for having me back. This is wonderful. Now, one of the things that was asked, we had uh, Diego Sanchez on a few weeks ago. You had us ask him about uh, you guys eating eating something overseas, and Diego sort of told the story, but I know when it was re-aired, portions of that were cut out because it was a little glitchy. What happened with Diego, and what were you eating? Yeah, we were in Lisbon, Portugal, and we were eating barnacles, uh, and it was it was. Apparently, barnacles are illegal to eat in, it's all but like three countries in the world. And we happened to be there. We were in Lisbon, Portugal, and we got, we got to eat barnacles. And they were, they were, they were, I don't know, they were okay. (laughs) They they were all right. Why, can can someone out there tell me why it's illegal to eat barnacles? Or, Or better yet, go tell Sam why he shouldn't have eaten barnacles. Go over to his YouTube. I think that's Smiling Sam. Smiling my, what what is my it? Land, sorry, my land woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying. I'm smiling, so it's with an N. S M I L E N. N. S M. No, no. Yes, E N S A M. Oh, got it. Okay. So go on over there. Go over to his YouTube and tell him why he shouldn't have been eating barnacles. Because I'm sure there is a, a legal reason. I know barnacles can grow inside the human body. If you cut yourself and you get the um, uh, eggs or larva inside of you, they'll actually grow against your bone and the limb has to be removed. I learned that from monsters inside me. Is that huh. based on reality? Yeah, that, that really? Sounds, that sounds fake, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Google it. I swear. It was on this show yeah. called Monsters Inside I, Me. They can actually I, grow I don't inside. Wanna... I don't want to Google it. He ate them. They could eat him too. I'm just saying, (laughs) you ate them, they could eat you too. Yes, Sam, I I actually, uh, as I've been going through this world of the MMA competition life, and of course you've been doing it for so, so much longer, people tend to not realize a lot of the intricate details that go into it, such as things like supplements. So I want to know, and I want hopefully someone else out there wants to know too, where is it you get your supplements from, and which ones do you find you are using more than others? Oh, because I'm in the UFC, I'm tested by USADA. If you're around the world, it's called WADA, uh, United States Athletic Do- Doping something something. Anyways, they, they make sure I'm not cheating. 
Uh, and there are certain athletes, um, John Jones, <clears throat> that, that have failed a few times. Uh, and they, they really put a tarnish on our sport. So the UFC has stepped up because there were a couple, a couple failures. And they, they, work with, uh, they, they work with a company called Thorn. Everything they make is third-party tested outside of the UFC, and it's, and it's recommended. It's high-quality uh, high supplements. Uh, most of the supplements that I take are just vitamins, just giving my body everything I'm probably not getting through my diet. Uh, but the certain things I do love taking is uh, Catalyte, it's called, because I cramp constantly all day, every day. Because I, on a typical day, I burn 2,000 to 3,000 calories exercising on top of what I would Holy burn shit. normally. Oh, it's a, yeah, I, I am a constant mass of soreness. Um, so, so the vitamins help that. And I always have to lose a bunch of weight, so it is what it is. Catalyte helps me not cramp as much. I still cramp, but not as much. Um, and now coming towards the end of my, my camp, since I fight in about a week, uh, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm cutting all of my carbs while I'm, while I'm eating, so I'm not eating any carbs. But before workouts, I have something called, oh, what's it called, Vita, Vita something. I'll post it online later, Vita something. It's just carbs. Uh, so I know exactly how many carbs I'm ingesting for my workout to come. It's amazing. Wow. I actually never even heard of that before. Something yeah. just pure carbs as a new, as a as a supplement for you. Here's a question: yeah. What do you? Oh, sorry. No, I was just. It's one of those things you because carbs hold a bunch of water and they're your energy source, so you still need them. If you eat more carbs than you're going to burn, your body's going to hold on to the carbs. Um, so I, I'm very. I, I know what I'm going to work out. I know roughly how hard it's going to be, and I, I take my my. You know, my carbs is as precisely as I can. What do you think of weight cutting in your sport? There've been a, there's been a lot of back and forth. Joe Rogan specifically has spoken out against it, um, but I know that that people do real severe weight cuts and water cuts. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm a huge fan of weight cutting. I, there, there's nothing wrong with it. It's people that do it wrong. There's something wrong wrong with it. Um, I, I'm going to have a big old weight cut ahead of me uh, next week. I, I'm a little heavier than I should be, but it, yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, when I get into the cage, I'm going to be massive. When I get in the cage, I am going to be huge. Uh, and I love being the bigger fighter. Uh, now I know some people whine, whine, oh, they should fight at what they're going to walk around at. It doesn't work that way. Nobody would do that. If I was told that, so I walk around 220, if I was told that you have to fight at 220, I would then gain a bunch of weight. I'd get up to 250 and then cut down to 220. It's just the way it works. Um, so here I walk around 220, 230. I can get myself down to 185. You just have to know how to do it. And it's not even the cut that, that, that is that bad. It's the rehydration that you have to do. If you don't rehydrate appropriately, that's where you get into some trouble. But the, the UFC even takes care of that. Um, I've been working with Lockhart and Leaf. They're a, a weight-cutting dietitian. Uh, company there, fantastic. Uh, I, I'm working with them with this one, but then the UFC also offers the same uh, the same guidance for every athlete. Uh, so, so the the sport's really progressing. You you can you can lose what you're going to lose, but the rehydration is just it's it's way more important than the, than how you cut. Now I know I know there's been some controversy where you know some people don't like the UFC, some people love the UFC. As an athlete. In, in their organization, do you feel that they've been good to you over the years? Yeah, and I have fought in just about every big organization out there, and there isn't a close second as to who, who treats me the best, who pays the most. Uh, I know pay is what most people whine about a lot, uh, and it's people enjoy whining. And you know what? They, they're whining about <laughs> me getting paid more. So I'm okay with it. Why not? But there's really no call for it. The UFC, so when I started fighting, uh, the base pay was 8000 and 8000 Right now it is twelve and twelve for your first fight. That's a 50% increase in nine years. You find me a company in the world that has increased their base salary by 50% uh, in, in eight years. It's not out there. The UFC's top end. Right now, if I lose my next fight, I will make more money than Joe Daddy Stevenson did fighting for the title uh, seven or eight years ago. Uh, it's it just the, 
the UFC is paying more and more and more, and they're investing everything they can into the fighters. One of the nicest things about the UFC that is overseen or, or, or not looked at as much as it should be is the amount the UFC puts of their profit margin into advertising its athletes. Uh, I could walk into, I could go to Australia, and every MMA gym in Australia would know who I am. Uh, however, if you took an offensive lineman from the Green Bay Packers and had them walk in downtown Chicago, nobody would have an idea who, who he is. Because the, the business model is we are the, we're not a team. We are the advertisement for the UFC. And so they do everything they can to highlight us, to make us as quote-unquote famous. I always call it fighter famous. It's not that famous, but it's, you know, if you like fighting, you know who I am. Uh, in my, my, I've got my kids saying that now, too. They, they tell everyone, oh, my daddy's fighter famous. Uh, but, but the UFC invests tons of money into advertising us, the athletes. And I think that creates some, some uh, long-term perks for the athletes. You have people who um, can move on from there. You can build your own gyms. You can do different things because they've put that money into you. I think the only other organization that does that uh, would be the WWE. I don't think any other sport does that for its athletes. Yeah, the WWE would be it. Uh, if you consider bare-knuckle boxing uh, separate from the UFC, separate from fighting like the UFC, they're, I think they're trying to do it too. They're trying to step into the WWE spotlight a little more than the UFC ever did. Uh, but they, but it, it's stuff like that where they, make, they do everything they can to give us, the fighter, the opportunity to make fans. And it's just not like that in any other sport. Hey, people that always... It's always funny. The people that are the loudest saying UFC pay is terrible, UFC, they don't follow any of us fighters on social media. Uh, if you want to help a fighter become more self-sufficient, you know, if you want us to help us get paid more, follow them. Follow their YouTube, their TikTok, their Instagram, their Twitter, mm -hmm. their whatever. The higher that number is, the more UFC will want to pay us. Um, and it's just that the UFC has given us every opportunity to do just that, to become as big as possible outside of the octagon. I can, I can agree with that. So, guys, make a point of following him on Smilin, S-M-I-L-N, Sam? E-N. E-N, S-M-I-L-E-N. Did I get it? Sam? You got it. <laughs> it's in Sam. Yes. Smiling Sam. There you go. Smiling Sam. So follow, make sure to follow him everywhere there. Guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking more about the sport, more about what's going on with Sam. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Bear Fiorda, and we'll be right back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events and short features. High definition, premier quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the hairiest bear in the cage, so you can still be that even when Sam's on. He may not be a bear, but he's still a tougher bear than you because he's a tougher bear than anyone. And our special guest, Smiling Sam Alvey. Make sure you are following him on social media, S-M-I-L-E-N-S-A-M. Please tell me I got it right that time. You got it right that time. You nailed it. Yes! I just like that you called Sam a bear. No, I'm saying that even he may not be a bear, but I can't even call you the baddest bear in anything because when Sam's on something, he is the he baddest. He takes over as the baddest. Yeah, he's he's considered one of the best fighters of all time. Just ask the internet. I know they've yelled at me for getting his name wrong the last time he was on the show. Careful, don't go on Reddit. I know, I know. Reddit, Reddit doesn't like you. Everywhere else loves you. Even Twitter, who talks shit constantly, loves you. But my God, I don't know what happened with Reddit, but the 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 uh, they they called him the Fighting Chad and his wife Stacy. Like they hate him for marrying America's Next Top Model. Genuinely, it was weird. You know, you know what Reddit hates me for is I think I've told you guys last time is I tried to adopt a child from Africa, and it's a big expense. So I went on and said, "Hey guys, this is what I'm trying to do. If anyone wants to help support this this adoption, this is the the GoFundMe," and they. Still bring it up, so I, I've kind of gotten off Reddit because those those douchebags. They're angry at <laughs> hey. you for trying to save a child. You know yeah, what? Yeah, that, that, that's well, you actually can't really on brand it, for You can't afford it. You shouldn't have it. And uh, so that, it's not that I can't afford a child. It's that it's like an upfront cost of, of close to thirty five thousand dollars. It's like I, I was yeah. trying. I I ended up spending about twenty thousand of my own, and then the government of Ghana uh, shut it down. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Well, there's something very – I bet you shut it down. You never saw the money again. Of course not. Yeah. No, I I, I lost 20 grand. It was uh, my mistake. (laughs) Adopting a child in general costs on average uh, 17 to 20,000 just in the U.S. if you adopt out of foster care. Foreign adoption costs a great deal more. And it's wonderful that you were trying to adopt a child from Ghana. They were talking about uh, one of the countries – in the last 15 years where they desperately need homes for children because of famine and poverty has been Ghana. So you're trying to do this amazing thing for this kid, but because you have an interesting life and a pretty wife, Reddit wants you to die. That's all I got from it. Yeah, that was pretty Reddit. much it. They've, they've been very <laughs> upset with me ever since. This is like seven years ago that I was attempting to do this. <laughs> and uh, You're talking they, about people who don't have a oh, life. You're that guy trying to you know, get money to, to get a kid. So, well, that was me it's a while ago. It didn't, didn't work out, but uh, thanks for bringing so it you up. So you wanted to save a child from misery and poverty and growing up institutionalized. You bastard. You monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's, Reddit. that's pretty on brand for Reddit, actually. <laughs> um, you've had such an amazing life. What is the one thing you've never done that you wish you could do or you want to do? Uh, one thing I've never, um, you know, what got me into fighting in the first place was uh, the WWE. Uh, I have always dreamed of that. That is what, I mean, I, I didn't grow up watching fighting. I grew up watching The Rock and Stone Cold and Goldberg and uh, Gold Dust and all those folks. That is the dream of a lifetime. I hope I get popular enough on uh, on my social media and, and fighting that, that the WWE is, is in my future, I hope. That would be fantastic. Well, listen up, WWE. He wants to come. Come on. Go, come get it. It'd be your best show. It, you would. You would be the best show. And it, it, oh, I'd, <laughs> I'd be the people's champ. Hell yeah. Sam, would you roll it up or would you keep mm-hmm. like the dad bog killer physique? Oh, no. I would juice myself to the kill. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would do everything I can to be as big or bigger than Triple H. I, was, I, was, I have <laughs> I never taken anything in my life, but if the WWE were to call, I would get on everything. There will be before and after photos 
of, of me before the WWE and after, and I'm, I'm in good shape now, but I will be a monster come WWE day. <laughs> did you did you ever see this show, Free Guy? It was a movie with Ryan Reynolds? Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's yeah. like the before no, and after when he's the blue like. shirt guy. <laughs> the second yeah, one, dude. blue shirt guy. I would look like dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be dude. That's fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask a similar question, but kind of an opposite thing. Uh, what's one thing you have done in your life that may or may not be exciting, but that people ha- would have no idea you've ever done it before? Uh, at this point, everybody knows I played trumpet and that I played ukulele. Um, shoot, I've always been kind of an open book. People... I, I, I never suspected I would I would have a ranch with all the animals I have, um, so so that's something special. Um, like I, I've got two horses, three sheep, thirty chickens, two turkeys, six ducks, four geese, four cats. Three of them are hairless. Uh, three dogs, six kids. My wife, myself, and uh, Jordan Winsky. Uh, please turn that. <laughs> please, please turn that into a Christmas carol. You were and, just like, just, yeah. and my wife from America's Next Top Model. Like, just, just, I, I need to hear that at the end of the year as a Christmas carol. I'm just saying. Uh, well, hey, who knows? It might happen. With uh, with <laughs> Spotify, that's the one where you can post music to yourself. Yep. Yeah. From yourself. That's the one. Does Does Jordan operate like a ranch hand? Uh, he does. I he, he's. He's perfect. I mean, he's one of the baddest fighters on the planet, too. So when, when he has a fight, he comes out to Team Quest and trains here, too. But he, he trains in Tennessee. And if ever I'm not around or my wife's not around, he's there to, to help take care of the horses and sheep and stuff. That's awesome, That's man. amazing. Absolutely. Now, I know there was a story. It was online. Uh, you, It was on your TikTok about you calling the wrong Dan. I know it was quite popular. Yeah. People asked about this last time. What happened? Yeah, so uh, my, my air conditioning broke. Or it did, I guess it broke. It leaked is what it did. And it started coming down through my ceiling, which is terrible news for all of you that know anything about drywalling. Terrible news. So I was I was reaching out to my, my good friend, uh, Dan White, who had helped me drywall the ceiling and everything when we were first putting everything together. And uh, shoot, I talked to Dan for, for 10, 15 minutes, and he, he was, it was a weird conversation. Like he didn't seem to know what I was talking about. And it turns out he had no idea what I was talking about because I was texting Dana White uh, for, <laughs> for about 15 minutes about my stealing problems. So that was, that was my, my wife. My wife was not part of it. When I told her, she turned six different shades of red. Uh, <laughs> she was very embarrassed by it. And it, it worked out all right. Dana thought it was, thought it was hilarious. And now I've got a, I've got a story, story about it forever. What I find interesting about it is, so Dana White was so polite. He didn't just sit there and go, why are you talking about your, your ceiling? He just went with the conversation. Yeah, well, it started off like I, I sent him a photo and stuff, and he kind of ignored the photo, and he, he responded, hey, I don't remember if I responded to you about your kid, but congratulations, that's wonderful. We, we had our most recent baby eight weeks ago. I think it was eight weeks ago yesterday. And uh, Oh, wow. He, uh, yeah. And little boy, his name is Evander, and then we middle name is Dana. We named middle name after Dana White. Uh, Dana's just done so much for the sport I love and my career and everything. I said, you know what? I, I couldn't imagine. A, I mean, I, I I'll never I'll never be the billionaire that I'm sure he is becoming. Uh, so one thing I can do to show my my true gratitude for everything he has done for my family and this sport is uh, give him the namesake of my my kid, the middle name, anyways. And so I, I sent him a message, and he he. he didn't respond then, but he responded when I sent him a photo of the, the ceiling. So we kind of talked about that. And when I brought it back around to the ceiling leaking, he said, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Sam. <laughs> I, I, why, why would I know? And that's when I started putting it together that I was talking to the wrong man. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, the, I think the message and the moral to take away from this is if you have a Dan White and a Dana White, give one of them a nickname in your phone. Yeah, I put a picture of Dana White in my phone now. Because <laughs> it was funny once. It happens twice. I don't think it'll be as funny. <laughs> 
for anyone that wants the life you've had, I know usually we take live questions. I'm just bouncing back to old questions that that have been asked to you because I know I'm gonna uh, people aren't gonna realize that this is a pre-record, so we're gonna have people live tweeting and getting angry that we're not answering their questions live. So I'm gonna jump back to some old questions we got. If someone wants the life you've had to become a fighter, to do all of these things, what what's step one? Where do they where do they begin to be you? Um, okay, so the first step in my career of being a fighter is you've got to marry a supermodel. So as soon as you do that, <laughs> everything will get a lot. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure everyone has that option. That's, that's, <laughs> that's difficult. Um, no, uh, honestly, it it is it is a ton of work, and it's 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 glamorous. Like I said, on paper it's glamorous, in real life it is. I I hurt at all times of all days. I limp everywhere. My back is torn. My knees are hurt. My this is that, uh, and I have to go work out again tonight. Um, it, it's a ton of work, and you have to find a way to make it to, to make it not work. You have to find a way to make it fun. Um, and if you the, the more fun you can have while doing this this terribly difficult job the more success you will have while doing this this you know terribly difficult job um and that's that just kind of kind of the way it is um so if you're looking to become a fighter and have all these these cool things that you've got to put in the work and accept that it's it, it's a fantastic ride but it's going to hurt most most days what was the scariest moment you've ever had in the sport? Uh, I, I, it would it would have been so. I was on the Ultimate Fighter, and I didn't get picked up by the UFC. I didn't win the show. A spoiler. It was like eleven years ago or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't get picked up, so I, I got signed to the MFC, which is a big Canadian uh, organization. And I lost my debut with that organization. So I went from losing the show to losing the first fight off of the show. And that was terrifying. That was, well, I, I had a baby coming. Uh, we, my wife and I got married like two weeks prior to it. Um, had a baby coming, and that's just, uh, I, I lost. At which point I didn't know what my career was going to be. I didn't know if I could continue doing it. I didn't know if I could afford to do it, if I was going to have to go get a real job. Um, and that was absolutely terrifying, just not knowing, you know, if I was going to win my next fight. Yeah, that makes sense. I would give anyone as, uh, I would think that make anyone afraid just because the uncertainty, you don't know what's going to go on the label. If they're going to want to cut you after that. And of course, coming from the UFC read and wins got to be a little bit on the ultimate fight. Just making yeah. you nerve nerve wracked in general. What was yeah, the weirdest thing about being on the You don't make any money fighting until you're making money fighting. There's no middle ground. There's no, I'm kind of making it. It's, yeah. You're poor as dirt yeah. until you get signed to the UFC and then you're not poor anymore. Um, and That's I, was, I was poor as dirt coming and uh, a you know, newly minted wife. Um, and that, that was, it was coming off that loss was like, I remember, I think that was the only time in my career I kind of went up off stage and just kind of cried. But well, shoot. I was supposed to win this and then get re- get signed, and I I lost instead. It was a hell of a fight. It was a good fight, but um, it was a fight I lost. Makes sense. Looking back, do you regret losing it, or do you think it helped you along the path that you're on? No, I regret losing it big time. I mean, I'm, I'm happy the way every yeah. I regret every loss I've ever had, and I've had too many of them. Um, I, I I regret the losing big big time. If I could go back and take away my losses i absolutely would but it's not the way the world works so you gotta make make do with the, the gifts you've been given and uh, i was given multiple opportunities after that and i took advantage of each and every one of them i think i went on a five or six fight tear after after that that first loss and um i, I just I, i've been doing everything i can not to look back what is the win you are most proud of uh, I fought Nate Marquardt. He was my coach on the Ultimate Fighter, and then I got to fight him in the UFC, and I and I won. So, so that was pretty fantastic. Wait, wait, which uh, he's got to be really happy that you don't play the heel, because you could have just been like, "Yeah, who's the coach now, bitch?" That would have trended. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. I'd like to remind everyone. Said, you know, I was if if I'm a good dude, Nate Marquardt is a saint. 
Neymar Court was a wonderful person. I couldn't imagine anybody talking trash to him. Okay. 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 So he's like, okay, that's fair. I'd like to remind everyone every time we use bad language on the show, we give money to the girls at the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free MMA. It's also matched by Voice America. It's called the Sean Patrick Flannity Rule because he said the F word like 72 times in 30 minutes. But uh, I just want to remind everyone of that. We swear because we care. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just drew a blank. You drew a blank. Oh, there it is. Sam, how do you come up with your post fight interview as, like, like uh, speeches? They are fantastic. Sure, the speeches just, are some of the best. I just wing it. It is whatever's coming to my head. I'm going to say it as eloquently and as loudly as I can. And I found out that if you just smile while saying anything, people think it's fantastic. So I have <laughs> no idea what I'm going to say when I'm going to say it. It just comes out, and it, it usually comes out pretty well. You say it with confidence, and that'll take you a long ways. That's true. Are, are you going I remember to I, mention I, anything? Oh, I, I fought in I fought in Florida. And um, I, I won the fight, big knockout on the end of the first round. And uh, I got the mic, and I said, your oranges are fantastic. I mean, that was the first thing I thought of. And, oh, the audience loved it. I mean, the Internet loved it. That was, that was better than the knockout was the, the reaction I got to complimenting Florida's oranges. Um, and that was just the, the perfect – it turns out to have been the perfect thing to say. Yeah, I can say that. I was going to ask if you're going to mention anything about the uh, anything about Vegas fruit after you win this next fight. What Vegas fruit is that? I don't Vegas. know. There's no Vegas fruit in Vegas. Fruit. Uh, cactus flower is that? That might be a thing. You guys have the best tasting cactus no, in the world. No, you just turn around and say, "I love your hookers and casinos." I mean, that's not really yeah. up Sam's alley, but that's what they advertise. When you think of smiling, Sam, I want you to think of hookers and casinos. <laughs> what do you think everyone thinks of when you come to mind what is the first thing you think people think of ouch ouch no i've i've always heard the same things i've heard the same two things about sam but i'm curious about uh yeah i i assume it's the the grin the grin comes to mind before anything else yep. uh, i i think pretty uh, half the people online, they don't remember Sam as my name. They're oh, Smiley, Smiley. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Um, and it's, it's paid for itself. <laughs> the smiling and the kick him in the, those, those are the two I hear about yep. you all the time. Kick him in the dick would probably be the number two thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you, are you off topic? Have you, have you ever met the kick him in the dick guy? Like, did you ever go backstage and he was there? Or did you come to another fight? Has he tried to shout out, kick him in the dick a second time? Yeah, the second time I fought there, he did. It just never, it, it, it didn't, didn't land the same way the second time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it was he did strike twice, twice. But it only first time. Yeah. I like that. Now, your fight is August 6th. Everyone can watch you on ESPN, correct? Or is it August 4th? They can watch me. August 6th? 6th. Are you sure? Yes. Guys, yes. double check this for me. Tell me when Sam's fighting. Uh, Sam third I'm just show. saying, third person to tell me when Sam's fighting, I'll give you a TV ride. Um, it's August 6th, right, Sam? It's August 6th. That is correct. Okay. Free ATV rides are the first guy to write <laughs> For the it first in. Guy to, I guess i got to give it to Sam. I'm just saying, I said write it in. I'm sticking to it. I'm pretty sure Sam knows. I just I thought it was a different date. You guys back me up out there. Um, so August 6th, ESPN, they can watch you. Uh, with a guy whose name we cannot pronounce. Correct. And I couldn't spell it for you. It starts with an O and ends in a K. <laughs> with a guy named OK. Yeah. That yeah, that's him. There's a J in there somewhere, too. <laughs> What's, uh, what weight are you fighting at for this one as well? Is this 205 or 185? Uh, as of right now, it's 185. I, I expect that he's not gonna lose his visa or something i'm gonna end up fighting 205 just because that's what always happens but i'm scheduled for 185 okay that makes sense i like that now do you uh you said you're a little over for this uh for where you wanted to be here what yeah difference, i'm about seven pounds in your opinion seven pounds yeah i'm about seven pounds heavier than i want to be right now I like that. We have about four minutes left of the show. Where are you running to? 
Go to the restroom. Bear's running to the restroom. I'd like to say we're at the end of the show. We're closing out and Bear's running to the bathroom. I shouldn't miss the ending. but I, I know. <laughs> I'd rather you leave than have an accident. Um, now, Sam, I'm going to say I want everyone to follow you guys. S-M-I-L-E-N. Sam. Follow him on all platforms. Make sure you are tuned in August 6th and watch Sam on ESPN. Sam, we have about two minutes left. Is there anything you want to say to everyone out there? Hey, thank you all for being a fan of the, of the sport. Uh, without you guys, I, I wouldn't have a job. I mean, I, I understand that my skill set is to entertain people, and I am very happy that so many of you have been entertained by me. So please tune in, enjoy the ride, and I'm going to win for all of you. Now, the one question I get every time you're on the show, I'm going to ask it this time before your next fight. When right, you are inducted is. into the... Oh, don't when you are... When you are inducted, I do get asked that a lot to ask you, and I never answer that. (laughs) Believe it or not, they ask that question a lot. Um, When you are inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, what do you want to be in there for? Oh, man, what do I want to be in there? I I would love to be in there for the most fights in the UFC. Uh, I I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I'm going to do everything I can to get there. I think the record now is 49. If I can get to 50, I think that that would be be just amazing. I like that. That's really, really cool. I think you'd be the guy that smiled the most, like the person that made the crowd happiest. Oh, 100%. 100%. I like that. Sam, thank you so, so much for joining us. I know we're all going to be tuning in and watching your fight. I know Bear is actually going to be uh, doing a live during the fight. He never shows a fight. He tells everyone to tune in, but he does live commentary and always talks when you fight. Um, So, guys, make sure to watch ESPN. Watch Sam's fight. Make sure you're following him on social media. And, Sam, thank you so, so much for joining us. I'm looking forward to you winning your next fight. I have banned Bear from saying he thinks you're going to win because, you know, it's him. Um, he's not allowed to say that, ever. I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate everyone listening. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Thank you all very much for joining us. Make sure you are watching Sam's Fight, okay? ESPN, August 6th. I swear to God I have this right this time. And follow Smile and Sam. This is behind the scenes. I'm back. Okay, Bear's back from the bathroom. Yay. And the crowd went wild. I'm Yay. back. Follow me, Bear Fjorda. Ugh. Follow the show. Tune in behind the scenes at Tune in BTS. Follow Sam. You totally missed all of your cues where you were supposed to do that because you had to go to the toilet. And go check him out August 6th, ESPN. He jumped back in to badly do his cues. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.